my feelings are hurt that you went to the Olive Garden. Uh, the Garden of Olives, that's true. Oh. Well, it, it was in Hawaii, so don't oh, be too offended well. that I, w- I didn't like not invite you. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm uh, like... It's more I'm, about the food quality. It's more like, I'm Italian, you can't go there. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, got it. <laughs> it's kind yeah. right? Yeah. See, oh, this is too. why we, we so enjoy is each other so She's much. half Italian. Well, like, uh, I mean, I'm uh, Italian, too. His family's Italian, so I grew okay. up. Okay, uh, but you, uh, I thought you had it. Can this be the banter at the beginning of our episode? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that little bit? Uh-huh. Finding Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession with Fabian Hoffman, Jamie Halsey, and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, We are excited to be here and we have some surprise guests and we have already had so much dang fun that I'm sure all the fun has actually been had and now it's all downhill from here. Yeah, it's just going to be really boring and we're all just going to... Fabian, Jamie, uh, we have some people that are near and dear to all of us, so why don't we introduce maybe one, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe Fabian, you introduce one, Jamie, you introduce one and... Oh my God! Yeah. There's so Sounds many to from. I don't know. Well, no, you don't know. know who to introduce. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, I <laughs> all right. So, um, I uh, invited my former mentee and awesome coworker Itzel Lizaraga on. She's drunk your Kool Aid, she... and now she's ready to come on and talk about it. Exactly. Yep. She uh, <laughs> was my mentee this last school year, and she is gamifying, and she does some ridiculously awesome stuff. And therefore, I figured, you know what? She knows what she's talking about. So let's have her on. Awesome. All right, Jamie, Jamie. go. All right. And we have returning guest, Josie Wozniak. And she is here. Um, Just a little background. She has been on TikTok, like talking up edu protocols. She's an amazing educator, teaches middle school and theater and English and... All kinds of things, but uses all kinds of other stuff. Uses Has no problem giving me a hard time at the free podcast too. <laughs> I know. She, she teaches it? life yeah. essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, we're all around amazing gal. This is going to be so fun. I've I've just sat back and li- just watched everybody talk for like the last ten minutes, and I've enjoyed it. So I'm sure you guys listening in are going to enjoy it too. Where do we start? Yeah. I don't even know. So uh, I just want to give a little bit of background. So okay. um, today on the talk. Um, I saw that's what I call it. The, the talk, talk. The, the, the talk of the ticks, the, oh, the talk, the TikTok. Um, <laughs> I saw a post by Josie where she was kind of trying to uh, stir the pot a little bit and get people to um, <laughs> agree or disagree with the fact that it doesn't really need to take you ten weeks to read a novel in a classroom um, with your students. And uh, itself chimed in and she was like, "Yeah, exactly, because you can do a text quest." And then Josie was like, uh, text quest, please tell me more. And it kind of like uh, snowballed and it became this thing where it's all posted like a, I think it was like a 15 minute video <laughs> where she just scrolled through her slides explaining what it is in an, a really engaging uh, a tone. I didn't hear like um, music in the background, but that you should have added music. Um, but I figured, you know what, it would be a cool, <laughs> it would be a cool topic to talk about to, to, talk about um, a text quest in more detail because I know that Jamie has done text quests before in her class and I, and I have so and, that works and Scott was present yeah. when but I, I want to I want one. to I want yeah. to and it's yeah. itself yeah. has done a couple <laughs> 
couple now. And so there's like three people that kind of know what they're talking about. Yep. And so Josie can ask all the questions. And I think it would be it's a it's a really good topic and should be really interesting for our listeners. Are you selling this? You're selling this hardcore. Uh Josie, what kind of feedback did I you am. get from the other people other than like 15 to 30 minute videos? Did you get anything else as far as feedback? <laughs> Okay. Just like, yeah, that's true. You don't need to spend six weeks on <laughs> on a classroom novel. So, um, yeah, yeah, but uh, Itzel was the only one that said try this. Yeah. I'm text I'm class just curious. Then, like, I know that, you're like now we're to here. The so, as Fabian said, but I'd love. To was know there more. anyone <laughs> yeah, in in the chat? Opinions. Was there anyone in the comments that said, like, "No, I, would... I have to spend an entire year teaching this novel or nothing." <laughs> <laughs> a year. No, 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 but I know that, but I know mm -hmm. a lot of teachers who spend like an entire quarter on one novel. Now, I mean, obviously they're injured, you know, they're supplementing it with articles that are related or whatever, yeah. but no. to get yeah. through the actual novel should not take a whole quarter. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it drags things out. It kills it like you know so i'm looking to mm -hmm. so i was reading a book a novel approach and that's when i posed that question um you know you shouldn't spend more than like a few couple weeks two three weeks on a class novel because you target the skills mm -hmm. you want on the novel with the novel you don't have to hit every single skill you know what what do your kids need and then use that novel as the vehicle to teach maybe one or two things and deep dive and you don't have to talk about every single passage you know lots of times teachers will get into yeah. that they love the book so much or whatever that they want to talk about everything so now you're here now we've dragged um, you in but it and now you're stuck yeah. well i i dragged her in so <laughs> text quest <laughs> And now we're here to right. talk about so text, text quest. quest. Um, Jamie, us? do you want yes, to talk about well, it a little bit? Be because I'm yeah. talking a so lot what is it? Wanna... Sure. So this is the uh, brainchild of John Meehan. Um, he invented text quest. I believe it was John, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and essentially, you start off um, each little. You kind of break up your novel into chapters, and you talk or sections. Wait, wait. You have chapters in a novel. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the <laughs> no, no, that was new. That was new information. Oh, Actually, not. I meant to say episodes. I meant to say episodes. <laughs> yeah, sections. They call them episodes too. Um, or sections. And basically, for like the sections? first part, when you introduce okay. uh, the reading of the day, you start with some sort of debate, and you have the kids in teams, and they have a debate topic. Uh, they kind of work together to formulate their arguments, and then they present their debates, like, right away. Um, and then as a teacher, you kind of um, award first, second, third, and then fourth place for the kids, um, depending on how they do with their argument. And so you kind of look for all kinds of things, and you give them instant feedback and stuff like that. So you're kind of gamifying the, the novel. And then after that, the second phase, after you're done with the, the debate part, that's when you do what you would normally do with your novels. So it could be an issue protocol, it could be writing a summary, whatever it is that you normally do with that section, but you have them do it in teams. And again, they are competing 
on their product that they're creating for the class period. And then they track their progress and how they do. And as they are awarded for second, third, or fourth place, they can earn points. And then at the end of the unit, you have, you know, winners um, of the of the text quest or, you know, whatever. So that's kind of how doesn't have to be each chapter it can be you know you don't have to do it every single day several chapters um, but Mm -hmm. you can take like a section and then you know if you want to do a deep dive into something so like you were talking about going through it quicker maybe you know you read two or three chapters and then you do you focus on one thing like your character development or you know um the mood or whatever you want to focus on and you tailor it around that but it's gamified so it makes it a little bit more fun yeah, you make it competitive, but yes. you, but again, like you so really you are establishing that culture in your class. Like obviously you wouldn't like come out the gate, like doing this, you know, after you've kind of established that culture with your class where it's okay to be kind of competitive and it's okay to get feedback and, and they feel comfortable talking as a group in front of the class, you know, rolling this out can be really fun, really, really engaging. Um, and my class has had a blast. I think we did three or four no four of them last year so you know we didn't do it every time and it wasn't always necessarily with a novel but of those two of them were novels yeah Yes. Example. So I pulled up one that I did with. This is a novel that we have to teach um, in fourth grade, and it's it it involves the gold rush. And so, for example, um, that they I give them a claim, and then they have to give two or three reasons why they support it it supports the claim. Um, And there's an easy, medium, and hard. So for the first one is talking about a character whose nickname is Bullwhip, and why that's a good that's the best nickname in the in the the um, novel. And then the second one is a different character in their nickname, the Wild Bull of the Seas. So why is that? a better nickname or the best is another character named Jack. His nickname was Jamoka Jack. And so they're, they're kind of leveled. Like it's pretty easy to talk about why Bullwhip is called Bullwhip and why the Wild Bull of the Seas is called that. But Jamoka Jack is kind of a lame nickname. So they have to like support that and explain that and, and explain why they think that's the best nickname. And there's tons of nicknames. So, you know, just, just getting them used to, Staking a claim, finding evidence to support it, and then sharing that. And then basically, I just award the class first, second, third, and then everybody that doesn't get one, two, or three, they get the fourth place, and they track it on a sheet. Yeah. And then and those, so those points get transferred to the game? Those points get eventually at the end. Yeah. I will. Yeah. yeah. There's like a score sheet that they receive, and that you either you t- take and just collect at the end of each class, or they take it home. I would not give them anything. They're middle school. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to do that. Uh, But it's all centered um, and themed. So, like this one, like when I introduce it, it's like, welcome to the runaway riverboat. And I'm like talking in like an accent. (laughs) Hold on to your hands and glasses. That's right. So, we're kind of talking. Here's the wildest text. That's right. And then each episode has like a character. It's like the first guy's from the Slick and Saloon, and he's going to do this, and yada, yada, yada. And you got to. Stake your claim by grabs, yada, you know, all of that. <laughs> uh, we are just, 
it's based on the novel. Yeah. And I so, yeah. The so, so whatever the theme yeah. is, so based on the, um, the novel or the story. And fun. So let's let's have a look at what Itzel has done with her novel study um, because we were only talking about the first part right now, right? Yeah. So the part. Um, because for me in in mine, it's always divided into three parts. Um, each each day or each episode or each section or whatever you want to call it is always three parts. And I think Itzel, you did the you did pretty much the same thing right yeah. can you explain what you did and how how well, you so solved you, this or? it's all excuse me what do you yeah. teach and where do you teach oh. like maybe we should like introduce you a little bit more With, and then yeah oh hi, oh. <laughs> hi. hi uh, we know so. you but the the uh, listeners <laughs> maybe don't um i teach sixth grade english um at the same school that fabian teaches yeah. And I yeah. also, um, I run the, the drama club there. That's just why, like, <laughs> I I followed, I followed Josie before she was on the podcast. And then I knew that she was going to be on the podcast. I was like, yes. <laughs> so I get a lot of games for me. But... <laughs> That's, <cool. Yeah. laughs> That's exciting. Oh, good. I'm back. Yeah. Um, like, why do I do this? Uh, yeah, then... so... Um, story, so it's funny great. that like we're talking about tax quest right now because last week I um, had lunch with another coworker, Karina, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, who also teaches seventh grade with Fabian. Yeah. And she was talking about how she's about to teach the outsiders and how she has like, I think she said like six weeks planned. It's like several weeks. Yeah. And I said, no, no, boo, let me show you text quest. <laughs> no. And so we're sitting there, <laughs> you know, and I'm like people. scrolling through the slides on my phone. And she's like, no way. And then the next day she's like, last night I couldn't stop thinking about text quest. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What happened? It's, teachers, it's summer. What is going I'm on? I'm not kidding. So when I first looked at text quest. And All like, day long. Um, you know. Um, respectfully, there are a lot of, I think, uh, uh, things on, on EMC two learning that like, I need to see an example of in, in, you know, uh, in an English class in order for me to like really yeah. understand it. And that's where like Fabian really, really helped this past year because he was like, this is how I use this resource. And this is, you know, what do you want to teach? Oh, you want to teach this? Let and it's, a, and it's a little bit different on EMC two learning than the quote unquote original on, on adrenaline rush where, uh, John originally published it uh, because he gave like a specific example on that website for uh, Huckleberry Finn. Oh yeah. Um, I so I, when I Googled, I saw yeah. that. So that, that's a good starting point, but that was really, when I started, it was really confusing. So I had to talk yeah. to John a lot about this um, and he helped me out a lot uh, when, when I started to adjust it for uh, the devil's arithmetic that I was reading. So it's yeah, so that um, was the copy right. that I got. Yeah. So yeah. and I like I like the three step um, kind of format of it. So okay, so this basically started end of first semester. <laughs> um, my partner teacher Molly um, and I only had a few. No, weeks no shout outs. No shout outs. I'm sorry. Shout outs. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> No shout outs or gang signs. Hi, Molly. <laughs> okay. um, so Don't we worry, only had, listening. I think, three weeks to teach this novel because we knew that if it, our winter break is three weeks long, we knew that if we started it before winter break and then took the three week hiatus, it would have been a disaster to like recap everything and it would just been starting over. So 
Um, that's when Fabian talked to me about the text quest and he showed me the example for devil's arithmetic. So the novel that I, I posted on TikTok, the three minute long video, thank you very much. <laughs> not, not seven, not that's not what it's I heard. a limit 30. on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I didn't put background music because I thought it was too distracting. Uh, for our listeners, yeah. she's doing no. some major shoulder <laughs> movements. Yeah. It feels very dramatic. <laughs> just, just okay. Getting <laughs> you in a lot of head, yeah, headspace. attitude here. So <laughs> the breadwinner is 15 chapters and I broke it down by three chapters oh, a day. 15 chapters? Yes. You said it was 15 pages. I know. Like, and what? I tried to edit it and I couldn't. <laughs> 15, 15 pages. pages that's a short story you put a 45 minute <laughs> video with incorrect information holy sorry God. i what? put a little i put a little um disclaimer like text that's supposed to show up on this nobody screen, reads that and i don't nobody think i did that. it right uh, well you said my my novel was 15 pages i'm like that's not a novel <laughs> <laughs> what kind of an english teacher is she i'm sorry <laughs> Because you said the breadwinner. I'm all, that's longer than 15. Oh, it's way longer than 15. So it's 15 chapters. Okay. So day one. Um, <laughs> we read the first three chapters of The Breadwinner. And when I taught this book, I had them do stop and jot. So after each chapter, um, I'd set a timer for like three to five minutes. And I'd have them fill in this um, box or this page that had different post-it notes. I didn't really like that as much as sketch notes. Shout out to sketch notes. Wow. This is really wow. cool. Okay. We've had sure, her Mr. on. Mr. and Mrs. Sketch Notes. <laughs> um, yeah, Carrie Balcom. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> hey, no, I thought no shout out. Okay, just kidding. So no, we read the novel. You're not allowed to shout out. We we're allowed to. I'm sorry. Oh, you can do. Yeah. Yeah, you're the guest. I can mute you. I don't have much to bring to the table, so that's all I got. <laughs> um, okay, so we read the novel. Day two, students come in and um, go through morning meeting, whatever. Um, we do a recap of the reading from the day before. So, like previously on the breadwinner, like this is what happened. Then um, is where the choices or like the, um, you know, support your claim with evidence portion comes in. Um, so, for example, at the end of chapter, th- this is spoiler warning for anybody who's <laughs> going to read the breadwinner. Anyway, I think we're okay. okay. Go, go to chapter three. Um, th- uh, Scott doesn't read. Don't worry. Main okay. character and her mom try to rescue the their dad from prison um, and it doesn't go well and they have to go back home. So the choice that I gave them, for example, is like, would you go back and try again or just stay home and wait for dad to come back? So. Um, then there's a timer, which is really great because I love timers for everything. So each, I have my students in groups already. There's like eight groups. So they all, you know, talk amongst themselves and, um, try to choose one of those options. Once the timer's up, they each get 30 seconds to share their point of view. And I'm like writing down notes as they're talking. Can I ask a question? So... To them, is that something that like it happens in the book, or is it just what they would do? It's something that, um, ha- so it's it comes from something that actually happened in the book. And now I'm asking okay. them if you were in the character's shoes, what would you okay. do in like the next chapter? Okay, yeah, okay. so um, and there's different ways yeah. of doing this. I, I, I think, um, why you did it this way, itself is because, um, in my novel. That's what I did. I just I just gave them two choices because the the version that uh, John posted was too gamified, 
and my topic was the Holocaust and I didn't want to have them roll dice and everything that kind of would have been like really weird. And so um, I only gave them uh, two, two choices and they just had to decide. One of them was what the character actually did. The other one was another option, like what would you do in this situation? So they kind of felt like they could actually like be interactive with the novel and, and decide what they would do. And so I think that's what, why you did it that way as well. It's all right. Yeah, because mine, mine also, you know, the breadwinner deals with some like really heavy um, topics too. So yeah, it, it uh, I think, you know, it also like- but Obviously their opinion is based on evidence from the text. Yeah, and if they can yeah. use evidence from the text, then, you know. So this is where okay. points come in. Once everybody gives their, um, their opinion and supports with evidence, hopefully, um, the, the group, with the best um, response gets to roll a d12. Um, okay. Yeah. Is that the Dungeons and Dragons uh, dice? Two, yeah. two dice that are six. But you, don't, you don't have to. Your face just <laughs> carried that moment. Really I wish everybody could see your face right now with the d12 comment. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, and then everybody else rolls a d6, which is just a regular dice. <clears throat> Um, and then they write that down on their score sheets. So that's that's their score. That's their points. Yes. Yeah. So how do you decide who has the best answer? Do the kids vote or do you just pick? I, I pick. I am the game master. And that's the situation. <laughs> oh, <got it. laughs> Impress me. Um, so then phase two. And it's, it's faster it's because if you if you ask like the students who has the best, it just takes forever because yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they're not going to decide in time. So, so this only doing takes it, like a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, literally for me, this whole process takes like three, four minutes yeah. just as a warm-up activity. Yeah, exactly. Jamie, how long does it take you for for your warm-up? Uh, for the fourth this? graders, because I give them like a five-minute time for them to mm-hmm. um, formulate what they want to say. And then, so okay. probably 10 minutes by the time we get through okay. everybody. Yeah, so it or just less. depends on how you structure yeah, it. Yeah, it gets faster. Yeah. Just like all, you know, edgy protocol yeah. style things, it gets faster the more you do it. They get used to it, yeah. and yeah. The what I really like about this, the the setting off uh, for each day, and it really depends on how you want to structure it. If you want to read in class, and then do the next day, you do the the recap, or if you give them reading for at home. Um, what I really like about this is that um, students who didn't read uh, still have a chance to talk about something. Mm-hmm whether it's about the text or it's because they don't agree with the, with the choice. Um, I always give them like a short overview a recap of what happened in the chapter or chapters, just so that for the kids that were absent, for those kids that didn't read or whatever that are not into it, they have a choice to talk, a chance to talk. And um, while you do this would happen on the second day. Yes. The, yes. The so so one, once you started reading the novel, I, I would say, you start reading the novel and then text quest day one is the recap of what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I am curious just because uh, I have not much to add to this conversation. Uh, (laughs) What like Josie, what were you thinking about doing or what have you done in the past? And maybe like, maybe for the the three of you um, that have already done it many times, like what is, what are like the biggest positives for somebody listening right now that be like, it's worth changing everything you've been doing to do this. Like, so Josie, what have you been doing with novels previously? I mean, 
I do similar things. We take notes, we have debates, but I don't, I never assigned, like I never made it a game. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that is really, uh, I think that will motivate them to read if they know they're going to get. So that's, that's the next step. This, this whole motivation to read is like incredible. So, and Jamie, do you do clothespin bumper cars? You know what? I, I have never actually done that one because I've never bought, Okay. Close pins. That's the Maybe only reason why. About it all the time. It's like, I know, okay. and I so, want to do it. It's just like one of those things. Like Josie and I were talking about the mini report. That's another one I haven't done. So there's things. So I have not. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, because here, here's where the whole motivation to read comes in for for me at least. And and I have I, I talk about this in the presentations that uh, Jamie and I uh, gave at, at Q. Wow. Um, as that kind of like shot. I know I have to drop it in. <laughs> um, drop in something. Because so here's here's the thing. So uh, step two, again, always the same. It's always the same warm up type. It's always like, what would you do in this situation? And then the second part is always clothespin bumper cars. And it's a very very simple game. Um, you give your teams clothespins, and I don't know how many. Like I, I give them like fifteen total because I have five students in each team, so everyone gets three. Yeah. Um, and they put them on their on their shirt. They need to be visible. And before they get to play, their team needs to come up with close-ended questions about the previous reading, which is great because um, not only can they be really like they can create like their own questions, they can also be really mean about it because they can ask super detailed questions that maybe nobody can answer. And they can also share their questions with each other. So you're, you're automatically scaffolding and helping everyone within that team. So you didn't read, no problem. Your friends are there for you. Uh, you don't understand the text, no problem. Everybody will help you. Um, it's like... I'm sorry. Go, no, uh, go ahead. Thank go ahead. you. I'm Somebody's so got to interrupt them. So I appreciate it. <laughs> jump in there. So each student in a group comes yeah. up with questions to ask yeah. each other no, to ask no. as How you go around to the whole class so they like a so baby shower let, me, game. let me explain <laughs> it yeah so well get to the point maybe. so they get they get five minutes to come up with as many questions as they can they need to know the answer to the questions then uh you clear the room like push tables aside so they have room to roam and that's where the clothespin bumper car thing comes in they bump into people from other teams they ask them a question that they came up with as a team. If they can answer the question, they move apart and they just find somebody else. If they, the other person cannot answer the question, they get to steal their clothespin. And those are their points. So, so does each team ask, they come up with questions together? Yes, or they do oh, it on their own. Yeah. It depends on how strong the kids are. Okay. Um, if it's a relatively like good mix, then they probably help each other out. So they um, ask somebody else a mm-hmm. question that's not yep. on their team, and if yep. they can't get it right, they steal their clothes. Yes, pen. exactly. And so they have fi- so they have clever. five. I know it's so it's so fun, and they have five <laughs> minutes to do that. If they lose all their clothespins, they're out. At least that's how I play it. They have to sit down, and they can't play anymore. Um, if it doesn't, yeah, because I, I have. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so just get some the lighter side. I like this. Uh, if you have them keep going, they they're still in the game and they can they earn can them back. they can yeah, still they, earn them back. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then five minutes are over. They go back to their team. They count up all the clothespins that they have, and those are the points that they got for this activity. And they write it on their little score sheet. 
So that's instead yeah. of doing like comprehension questions. Exactly. Yeah. Because or... they're they're doing their own comprehension questions. Yeah. And the the fun part is you can tell them like little little tricks. Um, you can tell them, hey, you know what? What you do is because some some of them didn't read and they don't know what's going on in the novel. And I just tell them, okay, here's what you do. Open up the chapter, look for a name and just write who is Sarah? Who is so-and-so? Who is and you already have a question. It's super easy. And sometimes you stump somebody with one of those really easy questions. It's so this would be a really what, good time to jump in and share what you do with close people. Yeah. No, and well, well I do, do the same thing. Uh, but I mean, I, would be I like yeah. basic reading comprehension questions. Yes. No like deep diving no, questions. It's just, just like, very close and they question. wear to breakfast kind yes. of a thing. Some, okay. Somebody yeah. asked, uh, I remember I had a student go like, uh, in what manner did so-and-so sit while listening to the lecture? And it was like cross-legged. <laughs> And so, so they're like, you can't, you can't ask that question. Can Miss Lazaria? Can can they ask that question? Sure, why not? Uh, your answer looks like your shoulders, I guess. Okay, I'll say yeah, I do yeah, that all yeah. the time. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. But also, can't be like, you know, what's the third word on page seventy-five? Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that would be me. And they're gonna try that, yeah. and that you have to nix that right away. Yeah. And. They get it. And so the oh. cool part then is. Oh, yeah, well, go I was going to say, Fabian, just to piggyback on that, could you tell them too about you had a, a few students? You talked about this in the presentation. All right. Yeah. So, so this is, this is the whole, uh, like motivating to them to, to read. Um, so I had a couple of students in, uh, when I was teaching in Hawaii who were like in eighth grade and like third grade reading level and like just had a really hard time with this novel. And, one time, and I will never forget this, one of them comes up to me and is like, Mr. 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 Last night I read a chapter. I read a chapter. And I was like, Hallelujah. That that's all I needed to hear. Because this kid literally has never read a book in his life. Like, because it's too hard, because it's boring, because he gets discouraged, because it's hard for him, because he's a language learner, whatever it is. And he read a chapter in a book. That's just it. because awesome. of that. So you know. And I think <laughs> that that makes it worth it for sure. Sorry, I interrupted. When I know I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, I'm so Josie, excited. you keep going. You keep <laughs> yeah, punching keep and see what happens. Go ahead. So, how do they? So they walk around the room. How do uh -huh. they know who to ask? Like, how? What's the bumper car part of it? Like people who well, are so in the if, if you, somebody like how does that if work? You, well, it it depends. So for me, my my teams have been established the for like months at that point, so they know who's on their team. Um, you can also just randomly assign them colors and just okay. say your team blue, team green, whatever. Because the the tiny little clothespins that I bought, they there's like 15 or 20 of each color in the set. And there's like maybe six, seven, eight colors. And therefore, you can just have team blue, team green, whatever. Which you makes have it a little bit easier. table of group be a color yeah. and then I whichever mean, like, group yeah. gets the most. Do you play music or something? And then when the yeah. music stops, they ask whoever's like next he to them. He has like a kazoo. He pulls it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a kazoo. I, you know, I tried. Okay. I, the first time I did text quest and I did the bumper cars thing, I tried to have enough clothespins for uh, uh, each like team color because I was going to do it like that. Like you're, you know, green team, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. To the point where I was like, I don't have enough. And so I got I got regular clothespins and I sat at my kitchen table straight up painting them. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, they all got mixed up anyway. Yeah. And so I don't do it by color. They just go ask somebody who doesn't sit at your table. 
Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if everybody at your table would actually know the answer to the questions necessarily because of the different level of student that in each group. Like there are some questions yeah. that are being asked that maybe somebody who's ideally, asking questions doesn't I, know. Yeah. Ideally they would share their questions, but they don't do that all the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, so we start, we read, then the next day is recap and then mm -hmm. one like warm up debate question thing. Yeah. Then they play bumper car, close yep. pin bumper cars. Then what? Then it's the deep. Jamie? Dive. I'm writing it Jamie, down. Jamie, <laughs> we need more Jamie on the podcast. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie, deep dive. What do you do? So this is the third step now. No pressure. Yes. You know how you yes. love to talk, so go for it. So this is where you could then put in an edge protocol. You Ooh, could put in your like you could put in your um, sketch and tell. You could put in your emoji power paragraph where the uh, emojis have to correspond with the um, the you know what happened in the chapter. Or you could do um, a Freyer model or whatever on like you know characters. Um, so oh so God. it could be any anything. Uh, writing a summary, yeah. um, building uh, the scene out of a Legos or, you know, anything Lego, like that. Lego, but whatever, it's okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, Legos, no. Lego, <laughs> Lego bricks. Um, so Lego bricks. whatever it is you normally would do with them, that's where you would insert that. The only difference would be that you would have them work in their team again. So that that would be it. So and they create one product, or they each create a product, and then they share. The I have them create one together as a group. Okay. So um, and that again, then then you look at their, you know, they they finish their product. You have it sitting there. They turn it in digitally or whatever it is. And then when they come in the next day, then you say who got first second third fourth or you could have them roll their die depending on how they do so so there's that gamification piece so actually almost mm -hmm. before the recap which i forgot to say i do that too i do the recap too um before the recap you have you say who won the last challenge because you want to you know look at it and take your time sometimes it's hard on the fly to know right away yeah. especially if they're doing some writing or whatever you want to you want to take a minute and again and like you know like what we all do we're, we're all walking around giving feedback and all that stuff the whole time so you're not really thinking about like what place everybody is in so um so in then Fabian's they, class too there was a lot of inclusion that's why I was in class with him in Hawaii mm -hmm. and and being able to have them do these in that group oriented way was I mean, hugely successful for a lot of inclusion students that were well, just trying to Well, and it's also less, less to grade. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sure, Fabian desires less I grading don't, anyways. I don't grade. Well, just in general, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, basically so. they just track it as you go through the text quest to see how many points so they you earn. do that. So you have to basically take your novel and divide it up into – chunks appropriate sections and yeah. then you just do that for every section mm -hmm. yeah pretty much and that's it pretty much like i i do and i think it's all you do you do uh um, oh my gosh this so is socratic so cool. seminar as well right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I, I have socratic seminar dive. yeah so i have like two two or three depending on on like what i feel like i have two or three socratic seminars that i do with them um i also do another uh game uh like a, a jenga game oh, yeah. where okay. if uh, if my if my goal is to have them look for themes in the text for example um then i would play a jenga game with them with them where 
uh, each block has a number on it. And I, I grouped the blocks like one through 10, 11 through 20, whatever. And it stands for God, or it stands for family, or it stands for whatever. They pull out number seven. They know, oh, one through 10 stands for God. So now they have to find examples for uh, God in the text. Oh, how many Jenga sets do you have? I just have one. I just have one. And it's all, it's all like she's, <laughs> she's pumping her, her arms. So something's but, about to happen. Yeah. I'm really not so sure what's for, happening. So <laughs> me, I don't have a lot of money. And so I bought one Jenga set. <laughs> and it works. It works really well. What did some um, other of us, what did, what did others of us do? How many for the whole class? So here's, here's what happens. You take, <laughs> you have one person per team come up to pull oh. out a piece. They bring the, they take the piece back to the to their seat. They find an example or two or whatever, however many examples you want them to find. And if they can't find anything, they have to return the block. Um, if they do find something, they have to call you over. You spot check it, and uh, you tell them, "Hey, that's good." They can grab another one. If they don't get it, they have to return the piece on top of the tower. And, so, and Fabian, you the, said you you number all of your Jengas, right? So you have like number I do one, number all, and then so there's, so there's like a key. One. So if you pull it out and you pull out a number two, yeah. then maybe you're finding something different. You pull out a number. Does five. the whole class find? Does the whole class find something, or just that team? No, the the whole class. So the each team oh. gets gets a piece in the each beginning. Team comes up and grabs uh, one. Oh. Yeah. That's, That's why it's better. Itself. It's all where you're going to say something just out of curiosity. It's well, all, do you have a better idea? I know he took your whole thunder. He like, didn't let you got to just be brave and jump. He's not your mentor anymore. <laughs> Don't worry about offending Fabian. Just go for it. No, I, you know what I like? Well, okay. So what, so what I did, right. Or what you, another option aside from buying one Jenga set, um, is, Oh, <laughs> are you, are you just okay? Blink yes. twice. If, okay. Um, the other option is you can go to the Dollar Tree and you can get these like mini Jenga. They're like woodblock towers. Um, and for a dollar twenty-five, and um, and then you can get your your coworker named Molly who has three kids and are Shout out to Molly to again! Holy cow! Shout out to Molly! Hey, Molly. Holy mackerel! You need to start listening to and this. And her kids um can write. Uh, number is on each of the blocks and then you put them in little ziplock baggies and then that way each team has their own tower so yeah. i have like five <laughs> sets of jenga in my classroom well there you go hey oh, just in case i know i'm excited also now. side note i have a bone to pick with you fabian over the difference yes. between a thematic topic and a thematic statement oh i was just oh my god <laughs> this is what this is why i teach Fight. history now guys <laughs> Yeah, so so there, well, there's like topic. a. <laughs> I was hoping there's for like more a, than that, but that's a bunch of different. Topic is like it. friendship. Thematic statement is more like um, true friends support you through the toughest of times. Wow, you guys should be on every week. This is fantastic. You should be teachers, guys. <laughs> this is this is great. I have um, I have one yeah, more so, play on. I have one more play on Django when you have a second. When you're ready. We always have a second. Go. We always do we have many seconds okay. for you, Jamie. This is your. This is going to blow your kids' minds. So whatever you have them look for, you just have them pull out a Jenga thing. So, or let's say you're having them build vocabulary from the chapters or whatever, or they're doing. So, I don't know. They're identifying no, numerous things, right? When they get yep. one done, they spot check with you, 
Then they pull one out of the single Jenga tower. You could do this with just one. You pull it out of the single, single Jenga tower, but they keep their block. And each team, they start accumulating blocks. And then you have a round where they're trying to throw the blocks and knock it down. Oh, and that's, cool. that's really motivating. And then I literally had a kid say, well, you never, I've never thrown blocks in class before. <laughs> like, Are we allowed so, to do this? Yeah, they're like, I can't believe we just threw blocks inside the classroom today. Yeah. And it was super motivating and fun. <laughs> Yeah, anytime you can involve Jenga in your classroom is a win. So you do that for every section of the book. Or well, mix you, it up you don't have to. to. It's fresh. like you, you, you so I, I do Jenga, I do Story Cubes, I do yeah. the the Socratic Seminar, I, I've done. Um, yeah, Jamie, you said Sketch and Tell, Emoji. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking at one. I had, so yeah, like, I had the Lego Challenge. I had Write Lego. a Summary. I had, um, and I've done it with nonfiction too. Um, you know, watch a video and do a sketch yeah. and tell kind of a thing, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a text quest, like a text text quest. It could also be like a unit and mm -hmm. then you just, they, they do these activities for this unit throughout this. Fabian. And you oh, do that. Ahead. Do you do that with short stories too? You could. Sure. Like 15 yeah. pages. You could, or like, like if you're, if you're story, um, yeah. pairing text, like let's say you have a couple of different, like with my yeah, with yeah. my nonfiction, I had like two different articles and a video, so I was you know using different media, and so we would kind of digest the media that way and have these little activities that go along yeah. with it, just to build you know knowledge of that particular topic. But you could do it with like different short stories or dissecting a poem or. You could do it with anything. It's pretty flexible. Fabian, you're yeah. history yeah. now, but you were yeah. English. I was never. Oh, I guess I was English yeah. a little bit. But like, do you kind use of. it in history at all? I just did uh, this last school year. I did it with mouse. We read mouse. Oh, okay. uh, and um, I made a text quest for that because I did not want to read this book like in class. Reading a comic book together is like the. Yeah, you would have been bogged, most bogged down by that. For sure. Yeah. So, um, and I figured because it's a it's a graphic novel, they're going to be more enticed to read because it's literally it takes you 10, 15 Give minutes. Give it more of a chapter. chance than they would a, a novel yeah. novel. So, um, and it's just different. You know, it's so like usually they, they read like novels in their English class. In my class, they get to read a graphic novel. You know, it's just something different for them. So that that's why I did it this year. And it's great. It's a great novel. Wow. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Well, how are we doing? Josie? Is there any kind of like oh, any, more yeah. uh, any more questions? Is there like a Go final, ahead. like end of the book, final quest so, or anything like that? So you, so what first I testament. did the the first time I did it, I, I saved story cubes for the end, and I had them sum up the novel with story cubes with nine story cubes, and that was the the grade that they received. So I I graded that part. All right, what about you, their, Jamie? How'd you end it? Um, well, for those, I didn't, I, I just, we just ended it and that was it. <laughs> I didn't over. have, no, I mean, <laughs> because we had so many, and this time article, I did the same thing, you know, yeah. so many products that we created over the course of the text quest that I didn't feel like I had to have like an end of the novel unit. What, um, what, is the, what does the winning team get? So we all have gamified classes. And so like my class, the, the winning team got like 
bonus XP and like a rare card, which makes no sense to you probably, but <laughs> to them it was like money. They went to the fourth it level. It was so of, good. Yeah. Of lasagna. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. So they, you know, that was what you know they were excited about. But and then of course we always talk about how they get bragging rights, you know, because they want. Yeah. It's so, so how did you end you could, your book? Like how did how did you end your study? Um. So. I counted up, well, they counted up all of their um, uh, points, and then whatever their final score was, I awarded every single person in that fellowship that number in XP. So they ended the text quest, and some people got like 150 XP, some people got like 92 XP. And then after and that, we just moved into our summative project. Yeah. Or you could also, um, if you want to m- do like a mini gamification thing, you can come up with badges that you could give them. So they could, so instead of doing points and blah, 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 in the end, the team with the, the most points will get a badge, like the text quest badge. Or um, I, So that's what I did when I first started gamification. I started with this unit that was like my first unit that I gamified. And I just gave them throughout this unit, I gave them badges. I didn't give them like any points or whatever. And I like had like physical this, badges. Yeah, I like printed them paper. out. Like sticker paper. I, yeah. I printed them out. Uh, and I had this this big butcher paper thing on the door. And then I just put the badge on there and I wrote their name underneath. And so that was like. What if the, they didn't the get it? Like, did, were there lesser badges and <laughs> yeah. better badges? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, if do, does everybody earn the same? Well, badge? you just you just didn't. No, you just didn't get a badge. Participation oh, badge. It. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Some, <laughs> I know. I got my. I got. I just printed some badges. I know you yeah. can't oh, see, but oh, fun. Yeah. So these are these are genre badges because we do the forty book challenge. But but you could do this. Like you could do. That's a great idea. <laughs> wow. There you go. Wow. Oh, we are going to be. That is the great gonna, idea. Yeah. Not what I was talking about. No, no. That is the great idea. <laughs> Fine. Thanks, <Yeah>. Josie. <laughs> not that it's a So Jamie's been working on these for a few weeks now, right? Getting them all ready. Yeah. And Actually, no. It did not take long world. at all because can I've discovered Canva. Canva. And I basically, over the course of an evening, I like created my badges. I had badges before. I didn't like them. But then it occurred to me to print them on circle stickers instead yeah. of trying to cut them out which is really lame um and now yeah. i'm just ready to go with all of my 40 book challenge oh my gosh, badges maybe, maybe maybe you could i will share, share all of it I will if share only there were some sort of platform where we could share i know information. <laughs> yeah i know actually i love the idea of the of the 40 book challenge genre badges I have, That's a great yeah thing. i have genre badges i have you know five books ten books <gasps> I, I have uh, pages. So what do you have? Their names like on a big poster or something? And then no, I don't need to. Down. They put this on their on their folder. This is like four thousand pages. Wow. So oh, I just follow cool. just the the three goals that Donalyn Miller laid out of forty books, a million words, and five genres. And then yeah. with every kind of step, they get a badge. Uh, my oh, game cards come in like a folder too, so they just put their badges on t- like their stickers that they earn yeah. Yeah. on yeah. their folder that has their game card in it that runs my game and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, yeah. but yeah, you could totally do that. You could have like for each um, episode in your text quest, you could have a badge that goes to the top yeah. winner. That's a good idea. Um, you know, whatever. I love. You that. know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering what Molly thinks. Oh wait, she's. Mm. <laughs> Molly. Molly needs to phone in. We need to have Molly. 
<laughs> do a little drop in Zoom, I think. Yeah, let's just add her. Well, we I mean we've we've been at this for a while, so we could keep going, yeah. but I think we're gonna lose some. Josie, lose any more questions about text quest? Is there anything No, but I, I know where to find you. So yeah. I will <laughs> I will be asking. Well with and that I'm I'm happy to share anything that I have with you and I'm sure it's all yes. and, and Jamie are the same. Yeah, if you have any I don't know. Do you have like slides? <laughs> like, what do you I can record a, a seventy-five minute video uh-huh. where I just oh, talk about oh, oh yeah. yeah, with incorrect numbers of pages. Attacked. It would be really great, and no music in uh-huh. the background. Um, um, I think the only question I had was about, like you said in the beginning, there's a, a like a easy, middle, medium, and hard. That's yeah. for that debate question. Yes. So this is this that, is the yeah. one that mm-hmm. this is how yeah, this is the one that that stumped me the most when I first looked at it and yeah. it really uh-huh. I had I could not wrap my brain around it for a long time and that's also one of the reasons why I was like I'm just going to give them a choice do this or that one of the choices is what the character did the other one is something I come up with like it just made it easier but can you just ask one question that everybody answers you could you're a teacher you can kind of do whatever you want you although the choice want. having them actually have a choice <laughs> giving them a little bit of agency you get a little bit more buy-in yeah. that way they choose the question they want to answer uh, yeah i would yes. i would say at least have a, a, a minimum of two options and then you okay. could especially then you could actually you know get that kind of debate going and kind of really listen to reasons and you know have them formulate something and it's and it's cool to to like walk around and just listen to your students as they're talking about it because they get in like actual fights with each other like little arguments which is really cool because they're like no i would never do this why would you say it and it's like you could tell oh okay they're into it they're like they're really taking this mm-hmm. to heart and they're really thinking about stuff. That's really I also noticed that for my kids, by the time we were done with uh, a couple of the text quests, their writing, their persuasive writing improved dramatically because they were really practicing those skills orally, doing it several times. So you figure, you know, over the course of the novel, they're probably doing it like six times. That gives them a mm. lot of practice. And so... You know, when it came time for them to formulate opinions, they were able to do that pretty readily. And they kind of, you know, I would coach them throughout it so they would get better at formulating those and coming up with good um, evidence and reasoning. This has to be the most, like, in-depth in of one topic we've ever done. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. Well, it's okay, kind I of a big topic, though. I'm going to land the plane because we got to land the plane. Uh, it's a, <laughs> How do they find you? How do people find you? Um, yeah, I am Miss Lasagna on uh, Twitter and on TikTok. Um, I think that's MS underscore and then Lasagna. All right, and Josie, what about you? Uh, JWAS underscore teaches on Twitter and TikTok. Okay. And the rest and of Instagram. Oh. Oh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so we're so glad you guys joined us. Thanks for being a part of everything. Uh, you too. Thanks for being here. Uh, everybody listening, we're just really glad that you're part of uh, what we're doing here and really hope you learned something. Uh, if you left halfway through, went to the Olive Garden and came back, I would totally understand. But uh, we're re- <laughs> inside joke. But really glad that you guys joined us too. Find us at findingourtribe.net. Check us out on Twitter and uh, we'll see you. Thank next you time. so much. Thank you. Yay. Bye-bye. Bye bye.